guess that means it's time for me, right? Indeed. And we're, uh, we're up to 60 degrees now. 60 degrees. Beautiful afternoon. Yeah. Jay Coles from Channel 5 in for the mayor today. Brookie Height Reavers. Kenny's coming later. You got the ride with Royce coming up. It's all good stuff. This story out of the Star Tribune is incredible. The meth mama is the best way I can put it. I've been reading through this thing, and every time I read it, I come across something else that I did not realize or understand or know until now. But this is an incredible story right here in Minnesota. We have a 25-year-old mother of two, Mm -hmm. according to federal authorities. Prosecutors are alleging that the 25-year-old mother of two with the name Macrina Perez, uh, in her young span of life, 25 years, uh, managed to lead, quote, one of the biggest meth trafficking cells Minnesota has ever seen. Isn't that crazy? This is really nuts. Ms. Perez is as connected to Mexican drug cartels. <laughs> not your friendly neighbors, you know, not the drug cartels. These are some bad dudes. It's connected to Mexican drug cartels based on this evidence as anyone ever prosecuted. And it is somewhat remarkable. Assistant U.S. Attorney David Steinkamp told a judge this month in one of Perez's first court appearances since she was arrested in April at the U.S.-Mexico border. So think about that comment just for a minute coming from a, you know an assistant U.S. attorney as connected to Minnesota, excuse me, as, a, as connected to Mexican drug cartels as anyone ever prosecuted. Drug agents have been investigating the cell for three years. And in May of 2016, in a takedown at a Brooklyn Center stash house, it netted an historic 140 pounds of meth. It was scattered throughout the home. Much of it was packed tightly into plastic quart-sized bags for distribution. Seen that on cops and everywhere else. But, But agents also found liquid meth cooling in a freezer, residue left behind in roasting pans in the kitchen. Here's what's intriguing to me. Perez's alleged involvement has been kept secret until now. She was charged. So she was charged with these federal crimes, which could put her away for life if she's convicted. She was charged nearly two years ago in a sealed indictment that relied on cooperation from several informants whose identities are still protected by the government. So two, nearly two years ago, she's charged with this crime, running one of the biggest meth operations uh in Minnesota, ever, yet she hasn't been arrested or detained. You know, usually there's an arrest, then a charge, right? right? So she's right. charged, then arrested down on the border. And apparently they were still working on the case, and that's why they were using the informants, and it was all kept quiet. Another quote from Steinkamp, the U.S. attorney, the assistant U.S. attorney. She wasn't the courier, Steinkamp said in court. She's the CEO of this organization. She's running it. But Perez may soon win early release. This is another part of this that was surprising to me, and I didn't. Why? I, yeah, correct. Um, Perez may soon win early release under GPS monitoring to await her trial after her attorney successfully lobbied against federal detention, countering prosecutors' assertions that Perez is a cartel operative. So her defense is saying she's not with the cartels. That's what her attorney, Gary Wolf, argued. Uh, and she, and then her her attorney argued that she's a U.S. citizen with family here. She does not pose a flight risk. She is adamant about fighting this case out, her attorney said Wednesday. So I guess he's using the argument because she has two children here that she's not going to run away anywhere. But if she's down on the border... Uh, yeah, yeah. If, if these fa- crimes are so serious, then how, how, these how would charges... It, how would it even be possible how, to get out? To, how would, yeah, how would it be possible for you to strike some kind of deal? I... 
This is like Senorita Chapo. You're right, exactly. The female version. Yeah, Senora Chapo. It, 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 it wouldn't be El Chapo, it would be Senora Chapo. Senora Chapo. Senora Chapo. She's diminutive too, just like El Chapo, because El Chapo means small, right? Or right. something like that, tiny. Or, or, uh, or something you know, like that. Chapstick. <laughs> Authorities uh, hailed the May 2016 raid as the biggest meth seizure in state history, still the largest bust of a Minnesota resident to date. Agents now regularly haul in comparable or bigger seizures on the highways. So this is the biggest one ever found in somebody's house. The case has come to uh, indicate a resurgence of pure, cheap Mexican-made ma- Mexican-made meth being pumped into Minnesota for both sale here and shipping it out to Wisconsin and the Dakotas and Iowa. Minnesota officials now describe the state as a wash with twin drug crises between meth and opioids. I'm confused then. Why did she have to bring it up from Mexico? I don't know. I guess maybe... maybe easier that, to make. That must be the, cheaper to, to transport. make down there. Cheaper to make down there and you get the... They can cut it probably, right? Uh, wow. And then, and then cheaper to make, you cut it, and then the pipeline to here, how, why, why here? Maybe, I guess it's probably like any... Any business, right? They're all out there carving up. You've got yeah. the Midwest, you've got the East Coast, and if you go anywhere else, I'll kill you. You, right. you know, they kind of right. duke that out. And uh, she's running the pipeline here, but she's only twenty five years old. She's got the two kids. It just strikes me, and it doesn't say where in Minnesota, other than Brooklyn Center. So I'm assuming that's her home. Mm. It didn't say it was her home. They said it was a stash house. So um, imagine living. <laughs> That neighborhood one day. No, I can't imagine day, those, poor, those poor kids have seen. I know what the kids have seen. And one day, all of a sudden, down the street, you see the na- neighbors are having the BCA and the feds over for lunch. Oh, right. According to court records, also agents found $130,000 in cash stored in a safe in the house. Uh, revolvers, uh, travel documents with Perez's name. Uh, and also Perez supplied the gun, apparently, to, to other suspects this Ludemia Castillo and Francisco Martinez were each indicted in the same case. So they had guns there. Um, it was all tracked to a local dealer. Okay, I'm sorry. Before learning of the alleged role Perez and her husband played, who has not yet been charged in supplying wholesale amounts of meth to the Twin Cities, investigators tracked a local uh, drug dealer, Nicholas Nelson, to the Brooklyn Center stash house. So, the, oh, I'm sorry. The stash house has to be hers. That's they're just mm. they're not saying that, but that must be it. So it's all opera. All this operating out of Brooklyn Center, the largest ever in the state, a mother of uh, two, 25 years old, weapons, 130,000 pounds of it. I read that correct, right? Wow. 130, right? 130 pounds of it? Where did I read that? Yeah. Right that's, in the beginning of the story, yeah. Yeah. hundred. That's in, 140 pounds. That's just incredible. Uh, Thomas Maloney, the task force officer, said that Perez and Castillo struck up a friendship in 2013. They started talking about mailing meth parcels up to five to 10 pounds each. It evolved into managing a stash house with, wow, where vehicles regularly dropped off thirty to fifty pound shipments. That's incredible. The D the, the DEA. Well, no wonder they got busted because somebody said people what, keep coming in and out of this house. What's going on? And, and what's with a, the fifty pound bags of plastic wrap? Right. Right. <laughs> Why is everything plastic wrapped down there? The DEA has described the case as very complex and with large networks of individuals and vehicles crossing state borders and down into Mexico. Wow. Just, that's an incredible cool story. That just broke today. But I, I, I didn't realize that you could charge somebody two years ago under a sealed indictment, wait to make the arrest, or maybe they couldn't find her to make the arrest for two years. I don't know. 
none of that is clear here. And then, uh, and then she's sounds like she might not be detained while she awaits trial, which I would think she's a flight risk. But what do I know? We'll yeah, be back. You want to yeah. hang on to her? Yeah, we'll be back right after this. One of my favorites. Nice choice on a sunny day, boy. Fits in the tantrums. Yep, this is good stuff, man. Um, Jay Coles from Channel 5 and for the mayor today. I, uh, I have a question for you, man. How do you do it? I don't. This is tough. I don't know. <laughs> how do how I do, do it? You I do it? Tell you how I Where's do. Reavers? I'm right here. Right here. <laughs> oh, Reavers. I meant to tell you. How do you do it? How do you do it? <laughs> well, a lot of practice. <laughs> yeah, that boy. I uh, 12 ounces at a time. That's that was right I there. It. I was right there in your neighborhood the other day. Oh, over in Carver. Oh, on a Sunday. Okay. A fine Sunday. I should have called you and actually got you on the air. They wanted. Well, Glad was, you didn't. It was. Re- <laughs> I'll bet you were. <laughs> I, what I, was the story? Well, it was flooding. Oh, yeah. It was two Sundays ago where you guys were right on the cusp. Yeah, it was. Well, and even last Sunday, I had we had a game down in Elko, so I drove through the Jordan area, the River Valley there. Yeah. And, I mean, the water is as close to, yep. what would that be? That would be 9 that turns into County Road 11. 11, because 11, 11 was closed. Yeah, it, 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 it was as close to the water without it. Being uh, covering the road, but uh, but they just they just got through it. So it, they shut down eleven. That's why I was down there. And it, well, the unfortunate thing is, it's a absolutely gorgeous part of the state. But it, it is. You run into that every spring. It's phenomenal down there. I've always loved it. That little yeah. historic downtown. Yes. Okay. So I'm down there working on this. I'm going to get a little off track. I don't care. This That's is okay. an, this is an interesting story. I'll get to what I was going to we'll talk about. Yeah, we'll <laughs> no, no, it's interesting to me. I don't care what you guys think. Right. So I'm I'm in Carver. And I'm like, all right, I'm done with the story. Guy's editing. Got the photographer editing the story. Got 11. You got your little campground. What's that park down there, the campground? That was closed up, too. Uh, Uh, Parkside, Brookside. uh, I can't remember. Riverside, Riverside Park. It's all shut down. Anyhow, we're done. I don't think so. Really. No, that wasn't no, the fire. Call wasn't the fire. Fire. Maybe that's no, a different one. That's a different that's what one. I was told. Okay, so I'm over With at the Le- secret knock. Yes, yeah, that's right. No, you're over by the. Uh, I'm the, over at the, Lisa's the place. Is sure. where I was. Yes, it's like it's called Lisa's place. Is that what it's called? I don't know. Yeah, I've the never, little bar. The little bar. Yeah. Lisa's place. That's mm-hmm. where we're putting the story together. Then there's across the street. There's Harvey's or something like that. Yep, Harvey's right across or the street. Harry's or whatever the heck it's called. I I decide I'm going to take a little stroll. I'm going to take a little walk down historic Carver Main Street. Okay. Yeah, it's charming. Did you see the little gas station? The little candy shop. Yes. Okay. All right. So everything. I knew I'd been down there before for stories, but never really got a chance to walk the town. The, the gas station that's uh, completely restored? Yeah. The it's one a, on the it's corner? A candy yeah, shop. I got a picture of it. Yeah. It's a candy shop. Now. Yeah. In fact, I got a picture on my phone. Did you go to the junk store there? I did. The, the Temperance Hotel? Uh, no, was there's like a junk store. There's a junk, it's called the Carver Junk Company. Oh, no, I haven't been, oh, I didn't really get cool. to that. Okay. I can, I can only walk down, you know, he was editing, probably takes an hour, so I yeah. wandered, meandered, and there's the Temperance Hotel, which was built in 1856, which is pretty cool, right before the Civil War. Mm-hmm. But I did not know, right up the street, there's a empty square, Pioneer Square or something, it used to be a hotel there. That is the, that is the last known execution 
in the state of Minnesota in what? 1901. Yes. I did not know that. Uh, see, you got to read Boy. those little plaques they put up around nah, town, Reavers. Too much effort. Yeah, it's right. really cool. Stop and read. Yeah, one of the guys who worked at that hotel, and then there's the, the bar, Lisa's Place. Well, right next to Lisa's Place was another hotel. Apparently, this guy had a hankering for an 18 year old gal there. Ooh. She kept rebuffing him. He was 34. He was a stable hand. He was working at the hotel. He was a bar guy. He was a saloon guy. And so he gets mad and kills her because oh. she rebuffs him. And so, in ni- and this was like in the late 1890s, and then his trial rolls around. And in ni- 1901, he was hanged right there on Main Street, Carver. Huh. Yep. I and did not know that. The last hanging, at least legal, I can say this right. much, the last legal sanctioned state execution in Minnesota right there in downtown Carver. So what you're saying is we got that going for you us. You got that going for you. Which is nice. <laughs> but I also did not realize... Uh, in eighteen the eighteen sixties, the uh, when when the when the U.S. government was kind of uh, saying to the Dakotas, yeah, about that treaty we signed, oh, not boy. so much, Whoops. not so much, and so it led to the Dakota uprising, and um, Carver was flooded with uh, men, women, and children, white mm-hmm. men, women, and children fleeing uh, the prairies of Minnesota, right, uh, to trying to get to the river because Carver. At the time, was the steamboat stop-off place. Carver oh, okay. was expected to be what I guess Red Wing and yeah. St. Paul is today. A major, a major it was a uh, major hub, and that's why the town festival is always the weekend after Labor Day, and it is called Steamboat Days. There you go. I did not know any mm-hmm. of this till I started reading all the signs down there that Carver was supposed to be. They thought Carver would be. What St. Paul is today. And in and fact, during Steamboat Days, I don't know if you guys know this, but I've it's the only days. time that it's legal to carry a red flyer wagon down the middle of the street with a keg on it. Um, <laughs> Really? Kind of a They've nice got touch. their priorities. Are you kind just of saying nice that because touch. you've never been caught? Right. You've never been caught. You don't yeah, know if it's legal too. or not. Hold yeah, on. Shoot. Neighbor Fred needs a refill. Use your words carefully. Be right sure. back. Well, why would that be? Why Why in a red f- flyer way? Because well, you you're not going to carry the keg by yourself. You've got to have something to wheel it in. Well, I thought maybe it kind of made it look like one of the steamboat steamers. No, you know it, what I mean? it is actually a very cool uh, yeah. town festival. And, and what's neat is, you know, I've lived there for about four years now, and the entire town partakes it's it's actually pretty neat i'm gonna make my way down there i just love the history that i had no idea so your town reavers carvers was overwhelmed with settlers fleeing during the dakota uprising trying to get to these steamboats to get the hell out of there and get up river to fort snelling and to get to the troops up at fort snelling to get some protection they didn't have enough room for them in all of carver they people some people were literally sleeping out on the streets trying to flee and get out of carver there were that many people and that little red hotel reavers down at the end of main yep. street the mm-hmm. temperance hotel yep. was they almost burned to the ground or some crazy thing the building next to it burned to the ground because of all this activity and all these people and that thing survived and it was built like i said in 1856 which huh. is prior the beginning of the Civil War. Why even. did they just take 212? It's a lot quicker. A lot get, quicker. Yeah. <laughs> he could have put the thumb out in the whole nine yards. <laughs> Stop uh, off at uh, the Lions Tap, oh, you know, yeah. on your way back I, up to the... And I'm still trying to figure out, why is everything down there much like Chaska and Chanhassen and all the... All the historic buildings are yellow brick, not the red brick. Is that just because what the sand was? What? How does that work? They're all yellow brick. What do you mean? It, limestone? Compared, compared to what? It's just the limestone. Like, you know, most... 
old towns, like if you go into St. Peter or Red Wing, it's red brick, you know, mm. in the old buildings, right? I guess I, I have I've never there. thought about that. See, I, well, I've spent more time, you know, you think about waxing stuff. over. <laughs> yeah, stuff right. is right. Well, and our post well, office is about the size of this studio in here. By, did you have to yes, swing by that? Yes, I did. It's a historic landmark. It's Every cool. building in that town has got the U.S. Interior historic landmark on it. Did you notice that? I did. I, I did notice that last time I was down there because I get in trouble for stopping to, to read plaques. I read every single one of those plaques on there. Well, that's what they're there for. Yeah, Harry's was is, is still a bar. Harry's, I think it's called Harry's. Harvey's. Right? Harvey's, I'm Harvey's. sorry. Harvey's right across from Lisa's. That used to be a bar and a barber shop. Harry's is the razors that Roycey endorses. Right. Right, I'm sorry. Harry's yeah. Grooming Products. Harvey's yeah. is a Bristol Har- cream, right. but it's also the name of the restaurant thing. I don't know why I went down this path. I just was enamored. I just love that little town. But you know what? That's it. That's what all history? I to say. It's like you're walking down loved the, uh, loved the street, the main street of Garage Logic yes. at any point. But just to show yes. you, you know, just loved to show you the progression that we've had, I mean, People like cause these guys all make fun of me because they think it's you know seven hours to well, get there from is. this radio station. It is, but it's time. not. Did you go? Did you go straight back to the radio station after you did that story I, out there? I, I did. It's about forty minutes. It wasn't. I, well, I suppose because you were downtown. But if right. you're close to two twelve, oh right, right, it's a half an hour. Correct. That be that would be accurate. Yes, but if we're, if we're, from where we were in downtown it was forty minutes. It's like driving to Burnsville. It's nothing. Oh, it's nothing it's, for it's, me. That's uh, why I, I live up in Marine. Marine was established in eighteen thirty nine. I love Marine. You got a good Croix. town. I like the history like that. But I got to tell you, Carver, almost, I, that's got everything beat. I had no idea there was that much history there. And that little tiny, little tiny business district. Did I make the cut as far as news? Uh, me being a resident of that? No, nobody cared. In mm. fact, I mentioned it a few places Let's if they knew you. Reavers. Oh, they had uh, no he's idea. in his backyard. He's a drunk from 200 beer again <laughs> cooking oh, uh, oh, the guy 7th with the, Street pizza. <laughs> oh, you the mean guy. the guy that cuts his lawn diagonally? <laughs> right. The guy with the red rider. He's he's doing a Charlie Brown <laughs> shirt with the, uh, the jagged. <laughs> this is a sweet pattern. Oh, the guy who thinks everybody pulls the red rider with a keg through time? Right, right. Yeah, that exactly. guy. All right, we got to get out of here. All right, yeah, Garage Logic yeah. with Mr. J. Coles will continue. And right now we continue with Mr. Bruce Vale, who has the Your Money Now report. And it comes to us courtesy of another beautiful little town, Owatonna Federated Insurance. Good afternoon, Bruce. Well, hello there. We are looking at some gains today as we head toward the close. If the market were to end in about a minute, the Dow Jones Industrial Average would actually be on the plus side for the year by about two points. So we'll see if we can hold on to the gains. Right now, the Dow is up 179 points. The NASDAQ composite ahead 53, and the S&P 500 is up 21 points. Now, the bad news. Gas prices are at the highest level in years, but the rise may not be over. Analysts are predicting prices could hit $3 a gallon as renewed sanctions on Iran would raise the risk of further tensions in the Middle East and could tighten crude supplies from that region. Venezuelan output also continues to see significant declines as that country suffers from an economic crisis. The discount supermarket chain Aldi is recalling about 35,000 mini deep fryers due to burn and fire hazards. The company said the heating element on the fryers can over overheat posing the hazard the recall covers ambiano mini deep fryers that were sold in two colors red and brushed stainless steel i'm bruce vale with your money now on 1500 espn all right thank you very much bruce that's pretty good news we'll talk to you in about one hour and we appreciate that it is thursday afternoon and i want to tell you about the tc one mile join 1500 espn at the medtronic tc one mile post race festival night begins at 6 30 at the mill city museum in downtown minneapolis post race festival 
What are you going to do? Well, includes cash bar, a food truck, live DJ, photo booth, and so much more. No wax hands. I wonder why. What's going on there? Details at 1500ESPN.com. Keyword events. That's the Medtronic TC One Mile. Post Lines.com. Tell us a story. Now, whenever I'm driving around listening to you morons, yep. I always go, who is that? Fountains of Wayne. Wow. Yeah, really good band. Well, uh, not anymore. They broke up, but a really good band from They just didn't ago. understand each other. <laughs> or they all wanted to go their separate ways to do what? Do their own solo they did, thing they all or do, what? Yeah, they, yeah, uh, yeah, Adam Schlesinger, uh, who was kind of the main guy. Remember the movie, the Tom Hanks movie, uh, That Thing Flash? You Do? That Thing You Do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, Schlesinger helped write most of the music for that. So he's got a bunch of side projects, too. He produced the last uh, comeback album for America about five years ago. Nice. Uh, and they just kind of they kind of grew apart, as they say. You know they, what? They did, I don't know, seven, eight albums. Can I make a programming suggestion? Oh. You, know? uh, you, you, you realize you're only a fill-in host? Okay, right. That's, but yeah. why, that's why I want to make, oh, wow. yeah. yeah. make the suggestion, yeah. wow. because I'm safe to make the suggestion, right, as oh. the fill-in, right? Sure. Yeah, I see it from sure. outside the box. Right. Outside <laughs> outside, so, uh, <laughs> I'm thinking outside yeah, the box. Okay. So you don't want this brilliant no, no, idea? No, I do. I do. Because it is genius. Because we want to rip genius. it as soon as it's out yeah, of I know mouth. you do. do but it. it's genius. I think just scrap the news, Johnny. Right? The traditional news. Let's yeah. just do music do news music at the bottom of every... Right? Who no? used to sit How in come, and we'd always you guys talk don't music? Like that? Um, yeah, I, think it's I a used great to idea. do a thing with Mishki all the time. We, we'd do a whole hour on music. I, lo- on, I on really Fridays. enjoyed that. Yeah, that it was, was really awesome. Good. I do remember that. That was really good. So I don't have a genius idea. It's already been uh, taken. No, Mishki, you know. Uh, wait, wait, <laughs> well, you, Mishki knew music, right, right, and true. so does John. You I thought don't. a music segment on a talk radio uh, show was an inventive idea? <laughs> yes, I did for uh, a minute. Chris, until Chris kind of has a point there. Until <laughs> you guys just burst my bubble. Coming through your I, AM dashboard speakers <laughs> loud and clear. Turning up high and yeah, left right. stereo. You know, you know, I don't need love at home. I've got it right That's here. Right. You know, <laughs> thanks for being so supportive. And Chris, yeah. thanks for having my back. Absolutely. And even though Johnny thought it was a great idea he did i saw him nod and say yeah, yes it sure. was yeah and let's just get to the news i'm sorry i you I know, almost got you there by the, time. By the I way i almost did it I almost we should tell it. you robert w baird brings you this update but oh, yes we should really i thought sorry. that was such a good idea jay i have an update on bobby bear right <laughs> yes thank you, so, you <laughs> fyi i didn't want i didn't want to leave this close remember, thank you i remember i said he was in some kind of super group yes uh, this is from wikipedia Old Dogs was an American country music supergroup composed of singers Waylon Jennings, Mel Tillis, Bobby Bear, and Jerry Reed. Oh, they recorded an album in nice. 1998. Uh, the single from it, which uh, I recall, was called That's... "Still Gonna Die." Uh, basically, it's about uh, everything you do in life that'll make you healthy. Guess what? You're still gonna, still gonna die. die. <laughs> and all of the stuff. Uh, older people remember this. Shel Silverstein, remember Shel? Yes, yeah. yes. He wrote. 
Where the sidewalk ends. He wrote all yes, of the songs. The Giving Tree. The this. Giving Tree, yeah. And the album started really? because, because Bobby Bear told him, there's no good songs for old singers. So Shel Silverstein went and wrote this, and the four of them got together and made this album. No so, There you go. Old dogs. And whoever was the, the top ten country guy at the time said, well, that band's going to take off like a bunch <laughs> of old dogs. It's like, that band will take off like a Led Zeppelin. Well, you know, here's what's interesting. When I chatted with Keith him, uh, he yeah. told me about how he thought Jerry Reed was underrated and all that, correct? Yeah. And he said, still to this day, the most fun to tour with or play with and have a good time in the studio at all was Waylon Jennings. Yeah. He said Waylon was just a uh, yeah. good time, well, Joe. Yeah, because they were probably a good high. Mo- well, yeah, because okay. he had that puppet name, okay. uh, Madam. <laughs> what was it? That was, uh, what? Waylon Jennings and Madam? Madam. Yeah, that was, that was Waylon Flowers or Waylon somebody. Uh, somebody had the puppet. The comedian, he had a... No. Waylon yeah. Flowers? Waylon Flowers. Well, I was going to say, was now, Jeff Dunham. I'm like, Waylon, sitting there going, when did Waylon Jennings have a puppet? I'm so yeah, confused. He, he, what he are did. you talking Rooks, about? Rooks being goofy. Good God. Rooks being Rook. Okay, thank you. I'm looking at him like, I don't know what you're talking about. Waylon, I, Waylon and Madam, you don't remember that? He had, it was an emu. Oh, puppet. yes, yes, yes. And, and he had a funny him. accent. The dude, yes. the dude did. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. it was, oh, it's creeped me out as a kid. It was so creepy, then, John. Huh? John, it was oh, so wow. creepy, I couldn't even yeah, watch well, that guy. Wayland Flowers and Matt. He was always go. on yeah. um, was creepy. Uh, Hollywood Squares. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I think Ed Sullivan had him on. Yeah. Or it was creepy as a what kid. What do you think he did with that Really doll creepy. Once the I don't cameras know. were off. Yeah, thank you. It was creepy. Yeah. Let's just put oh. it this way. It was something they would do Let's in Let's just Carver. put it this way. He might be going to Vegas the last week in May, okay? <laughs> who, who, Reavers? <laughs> hey, speaking of Carver, uh, JJ chimes in, Jay. Yeah. The yellow yeah. brick in Carver and surrounding areas is Chaska Brick. I did not know this. See, what does that mean? There was mean? a brick factory in Chaska years ago, and I believe it was the clay from the river that gave uh. the Chaska. Brickett's distinctive yellow color. There you go. I, it's it's that's what we do here is we edumacate. We yeah. edumacate. We learn more here by accident than other places on does by design or something like that, right? Yeah. So you so learn more here by accident, accident than, than elsewhere other, by design. design. I knew I had it. I it was on the tip of my tongue. So the so the yellow brick. I'm not okay. So Chaska and Carver yellow brick because that's what was in the river. Got yep. it. Yes. Thank you. I'm sorry, John. God no, no, I'm it. laughing at Rook. He's looking I, at pictures of Waylon, <laughs> and, and all of a sudden he pulls up a big picture of Liberace. <laughs> Liberace well, is going like this. Okay, okay. All right, that's enough back okay, there. Okay, uh, thank sure. you very much. Bye, the things I see on the other side of that window, uh-huh. you know, if the listeners only knew... It's been know what's seared into my me. brain. Yeah, we took our pants off about oh, a half an hour ago. God, it's just more than a guy should have cookie. to take. It's uh, oh. sunny and 60 hey. degrees. Twins hey. out on the West Coast tonight, kicking off a weekend series against the Angels. Jose Barrios pitches for the Twins tonight. Garrett Richards will go for the Angels. And I'm telling you right now, without Buxton, Sano, and that other guy, who's the third biggie that we've been losing? Santana? Buxton, Sano, Santana. Yeah, right, the pitching. I'm encouraged. Everybody, when they went through the one and eleven search, I'm not down on them yet, and I'm usually the biggest naysayer in the group. I just wanted to throw that in there. Okay, okay. you're not I'm down on who? On the Twinks. Well, well, they're playing well now. Yeah, I know now they mean? are, but, 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 but we're doing this without Buxton and Sano and and mm-hmm. yeah, and Santana. Santana they're so. doing it without Sano. That's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> News notes. I like Sano. News notes from today. Falcon Heights last night became the second Minnesota city this week <sighs> to raise the age of tobacco sales to twenty one. <sighs> By a three to two vote, the city council voted to increase the sales age and to restrict the sale of all flavored tobacco products to adult only tobacco stores. Right. Follows a vote Monday by the Shoreview City Council. Why are you poo pooing it? I don't know why they just don't worry well, about things that they that are important. It's dumb, yeah. Just worry about things that matter. Well, I I, I don't have a horse in the race, yeah. but but is it in it's some dumb. ways an effort to keep it from kids that are still attending high school? Is that the platform? That's the yeah, but it's not going to work. 
it's just ridiculous. You know, if you're going to sell it, just sell it to eight people. What's the big deal? Are you go- getting your lunch ready? I actually was. I'm sorry about that. I was actually looking for my cigarettes. <laughs> I'm getting antsy because I haven't oh, had one. God. So that story made Easy me especially cheap. No, man, that story made me especially mad because I can't get to my cigarettes right now. Two o'clock during the break, Jay walked by my desk and went, it's really tough not to have a smoke. <laughs> it is. I got to go a whole three hours. I can't do it. Can I get, when do I get my smoke break is what I want to know. Yeah, I'm going to send you out after, after Johnny's news, if he ever gets to his news, I'm going to send you out during that next break. Ooh, thank the, you. The yeah. bad part oh, of that for you, man. Jay, is yeah. because I haven't read much, I get to go extra long. So you <laughs> go. Oh, let's hurry this along. Wait till you start. <laughs> I'm going to light up in here. Up, I'm going to light up in here, man. Yeah. Conservative commentator George Will going after Vice President uh, Mike Pence now, calling him, quote, the worst person in government. Oh, gee, in an op-ed published in the Washington Post yesterday, Will condemning Pence for his praise of former Maricopa County Sheriff Joe Arpaio at a rally last week in Arizona. Arpaio's running for retiring Senator Jeff Flake's Senate seat was convicted of contempt of court last year for refusing to cease the racial profiling of Hispanic people at traffic stops or immigration checks. Will questioned Pence's support for Arpaio, who he called a criminal, a grandstanding, camera-chasing bully and darling of the thuggish right. Don't hold back. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the columnist uh, is a conservative, of course, Republican, uh, but he's a frequent Trump critic. He went on to say the president knew that Pence could become America's most repulsive public figure because his is the authentic voice of today's lick spittle Republican Party. He clarifies this year's elections. Vote Republican to ratify groveling as governing. Will not exactly a fan of the administration huh. writing last year. It's urgent for Americans to think and speak clearly about President Trump's inability to do either. Well, what do you huh. re- what do you really think? Right. <laughs> the Dayton's monkey is going back on display. The primate skeletal remains have been. Why don't we just leave the poor guy alone? The remains have been turned over to the Science Museum of Minnesota by those in charge of the ongoing makeover of the downtown Minneapolis property. The monkey, stored in a project construction office since its discovery about a month ago, will be handed over to the museum officials within a week. Then the monkey will be displayed in the Science Museum's lobby, and that requires no admission fee. So you can just walk in and look at the monkey if you'd like. What in the world? Walk in and look at the monkey. <laughs> look, walk in and look at the monkey. Who, who, does, euphemism? who doesn't kind do like that? some of those who other do? seedy places downtown, huh? <laughs> right. I'd like say. to walk in and look at the monkey <laughs> who right does? here at the red door over here, sir. It'll be $100. Do you have good quarters? Yeah. <laughs> All I could think of was, who doesn't? Right. <laughs> of course. Uh, police are looking for Tony Stark's crimson and gold costume after the expensive Iron Man suit disappeared from a movie prop storage facility in Los Angeles. Estimated value, $325,000. Wow. No, why? Uh, the suit apparently went missing. Well, Rook, from... haven't you seen it? You can fly in the thing oh, and it can yeah, shoot okay. lasers. <laughs> it's a movie, Chris. I know. Uh, the uh, suit apparently went missing from the facility in a neighborhood of L.A. between February and April 25th, the stolen pieces of the suit include the head, chest, legs, and arms. Used and you know some guys going, you guys, you want to come over and see my Iron Man costume? <laughs> used in the 2008 Iron Man movie starring Robert Downey Jr. The owners of the movie prop storage facility where the costume was supposed to be stored checked the space Tuesday of this week. Couldn't find it. Immediately, didn't that happen here police. locally? Didn't somebody got uh, someone break into Judy a Garland's? Wasn't it Judy Garland's yeah. slippers? slippers. Yep, up in Grand Rapids. Rapids. It was yeah. up in Grand Rapids. They found them though, right? Didn't they? Uh, I don't no. Think. Yeah, they were under the house. Did Judy have some bad <laughs> foot odor? You think? Uh, <laughs> After all guy. these years, yeah, yeah. some fun guy. All right, well, let's take our break. Come back. So Jake can smoke. And you run out and pound a quick heater. 
Okay. Yep. Wait. <laughs> I thought we had to do weather. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Let me talk to you a lot. Before you leave, let me talk to you. Okay. Hello, Shardy. You ready to party? Okay. University of Garage Logic, 98. College of Self-Esteem, zip, nada, nothing. Here's Joe Souchere. Hey, party going on, show your hands up, show your hands up, show your hands up. If you love the party vibes, show your hands up. Dave Joe's forecast, Garage Logic, brought to you by Metafast Weight Control Center. And here he is. Dave, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. How was your break? Uh, I didn't get one in, man. Wow. (laughs) The rookie bribed me and said, hey, listen, if you... uh, Wait till the next break. You can have seven minutes to get on and have your heater. So well, that's a pretty good one. Huh? You could I, shove down three or four in that, that amount of time. You've seen me in the back lot, haven't you? I, I don't have. want you to miss the 25th anniversary <laughs> moment of Garage Logic. Looks like, ah, a, see? looks like a forest fire. It does, doesn't it? Okay, cloudy, cloudy skies are rolling in. We do have kind of a mix of clouds and some sunshine here in the eastern part of the state. The clouds will thicken as we go through the night tonight. But I think the showers are going to hold off until after dark and maybe even after midnight. And only a sprinkle or two right on the northern edge of most of the rain. I think the heaviest is going to fall in far southern Minnesota, and that's uh, pretty much the same story for early tomorrow. Showers from the Twin Cities area southward. Uh, they'll be very light for us, and the longer the clouds stick around, the cooler we are tomorrow. If we do get some sunshine in the afternoon, we could get warmer than our 54 is what we're calling for, uh, with an east-northeast wind at around 10 to 15. Kind of a blustery cool day, uh, no matter how you look at it on Friday. Then Saturday for the fishing opener, looking better. Cloudy skies in the morning, uh, partly cloudy skies in the afternoon and temps warm up to 64 for us mid to upper 60s now expecting up in northern minnesota uh, more sunshine in the northern part of the state we're going to be on the edge of clouds here in the south and then sunday a perfect day for mother's day 74 for the high and light winds monday up to 80 upper 70s low 80s most of next week nice. there will be some spotty thunder possible on tuesday and again it could arrive by next weekend but uh, that's a long ways off a lot can change today though going for a high for around 63 right now we're at 60 j and i have the records for the day what do you got on this date it reached 90 and that was 1987 okay 10th. You, you, you were here for that by the way i, I was yes. i've been here for 10 years already <laughs> right um yep. and we have been as cool as 28 wow and that was back and i wasn't here for this in 1907 wow well, okay, so twenty eight and oh seven. So maybe they had a worse ice out. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think I think these are the latest that uh, we've had recorded anyway. In recorded, yeah. Uh, and I meant to ask you, because uh, you've got your boat in on the river, right? Yes. And mine's about to go in over there at nice. the super sop, super top secret marine landing up in Marine. Yep. Um how's how's the water level down by you? Right now, it's 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 okay? getting it's getting better. Yeah, it's it's going down. It's gradually going down. We're below uh, the no wake, so that's yeah. good. So the yeah. no wake has been lifted. But nice, yeah. nice. Yep. So you and I are close, aren't we? We are close. We're we can so be uh, close. We can nice. be buddies now on Friday night on yes. the boats. <laughs> I <Gross>. love you. <laughs> Yay, Dave. Yep. I'll talk gross. to you later. Yep. See you. <laughs> Bye. No, we're not. No. <laughs> and you know the marine landing. You know of what I speak. One hundred percent. And I'm I'm a big Upper Saint Croix guy. It's my favorite. Uh, it's calmer. If you yeah. are 25, so nice. uh, you, okay, there you go. You right. can go hang out yep, at yep. Uh, yep. Um, Anywhere Stillwater. That's fine. all those places. But right. if you go on the Upper St. Croix where it has to it's, be a pontoon, canoe, kayak. It is so it's nice. It's very peaceful. You get up there and I, you, it feels like you're in a national park. I yeah. know it's a national riverway, technically not a park. As close to a national park as you could get almost. Yeah, almost. It is that nice. 
It is such a well-kept secret up there, in a way. In a way. It's not that big a secret, I know. Right. But you know what I mean. Because you can go to, uh, where's the canoe land? You can go rent canoes at... um, Up at Taylor's Falls. Taylor's Falls. Yep. Yep. Uh, This is the only, you know, Marine Landing's the only only marina between Stillwater and Taylor's Falls. And it's only got, like, what, 30 slips? It's a very tiny little... Yeah, it's tough to get in. Yeah, tough to get. It's a great little spot. It's so worth it. Yeah, The great thing is parts of the river there, you can just... You can well, depending on how flooded you, you can walk across the yes, river. Yes, in in some locations, uh-huh. uh, usually around August. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to be time careful, and you never right. trust a river because nope. it always changes. Correct. So you can't say this is what I did last year, right? Exactly. Because it's not; it may not right. be. But there, there are spots in there where you can easily get across there. Uh, you know, the deepest point being between when you start and cross, maybe three, four feet. You know, easily, easily. Several, several years ago, we were uh, on a pontoon and we had parked uh, not far from uh, Marine Landing. And uh, we saw a guy coming up on a speedboat. Oh, no. And boom, he beached it. He did. He, and hit, he, one was, the, he hit one of he the He was a hot bars. shot. Oh, sure he was. He not till humble. then. He got right. humble very yeah. quick. <laughs> he was such a big dog after that. He hit one of those sandbars, didn't he? He did. The so sandbars are always shifting up there. Yeah. Pushed, and push him out. <laughs> pushed him out in you know, ankle yeah. deep water. Right. And then he sheepishly went back and we said, you're on the wrong part of the river, yep. buddy. You got to trailer it and get down to, um, <laughs> yep. get over yep. to uh, uh, Stillwater. You know, in the bottom, you know, it's going to open uh, at the landing, the little the little restaurant where you can get breakfast uh, on, on uh, Memorial Day. So mm-hmm. there you go. Uh, we'll be right back. All right.